Hey, everybody. Welcome to this edition of Trippy Kid Radio. I'm your host, Willie Turner. Hey, we got a big, big show. Welcome to our action-packed, super-sized 50th episode. Uh, we started with uh, with professional wrestler Diamond Dallas Page and also a fitness guru there uh, back in August of 2015. And here we are two years and later and 50 episodes later. Uh, so we want to thank for all of our loyal listeners out there that have allowed us to uh, to keep rocking and, and to, to get this far here, now celebrating our 50th episode. Uh, lots and lots of great stuff. Like I said, it's going to be a big show this week. Lots of great guests. Uh, has a great theme. Uh, we've got goth legends, industrial music, uh, masters, lords of acid, who are also celebrating. They're celebrating 30 years is a band. Can't wait for you guys to, to hear them. They're going to be on here in a little bit later. Uh, we also have uh, the deadliest woman in show business, a little Jason Clare, uh, an extremely talented uh, performer uh, and dancer and just performance artist uh, uh, from Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, it's going to be on here in a little bit. Uh, going to be, be, be talking with her, playing some new music. We're going to be telling some stories. It's going to be uh, a great, great thing uh, this week. So much to talk about. There was uh, so much has happened. Um, and unfortunately, we lost a couple of, uh, of great people uh, this week that I, of course, remember growing up with and admiring and, and had an impact on me. Uh, both died at the same age, uh, ironically. We uh, we lost Robert Guillaume. If you guys remember, he was a, an actor who was best known for playing Benson in the 80s. And first started off with, with soap, and then uh, the character was so popular that they gave him his own show. And so if you've ever watched Nick at Night, Night or whatever, or you see any kind of cable channel that shows a bunch of kind of maybe like older reruns, uh, you may have seen an episode of Benson if you don't remember from its original run. And then, of course, man, come on, Fats Domino, ain't that a shame? Uh, both passed away at the age of 89. Uh, just within days apart there. So we want to say uh, much love and respect to the families of Robert Guillaume and, uh, and Fats Domino for uh, being such huge inspirations and giving us so many great memories. Uh, <clears throat> so we, again, we have a lot to talk about here. Uh, we want to remind everybody that uh, the best way to listen to the show is to subscribe. It's free. Go on to iTunes, type in Tricky Kid Radio Podcast, uh, just it'll come right up. Click subscribe. It's free. Shows like this will appear each and every single week into your iTunes. And if you don't have iTunes or an Apple product, you are not forsaken. This is across all the platforms. It's on Stitcher. It's on Google Play. It's on Spotify. And and also you can go to trickykid.com. That's T-R-I-C-K-Y hyphen K-I-D.com. And if you uh also can stream it there. It's also it's good to go there too because you'll be able to see lot lots and lots uh, more pictures and kind of give you a visual of what we're talking about here. You're going to see pictures from the Lords of Acid show, the, the current tour that they're on celebrating 30 years. You'll see pictures of little Jay Sinclair, uh, you know, doing uh, her uh, an amazing show, all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, and not to mention, uh, you also can, if you have any comments or any feedback, it's a good place where you can leave uh, that. So you can tell us who you want to see, what you want to hear. You know, this show, we, we do this show for you. So 
um, as much as we do it for ourselves. So if there's anything that you, you wanted to see, you wanted to hear, uh, or just something that you'd like to add, uh, we'd love to hear from you. And there's a form there in order to do that. One thing we'd appreciate is once you go on to iTunes, leave us a review. That's really the best way to kind of keep this show rocking. And we have uh, a few sponsors I need to kind of get out of the way here. Because um, we do thank all of our loyal uh, listeners and all of our lo loyal subscribers and, again, our sponsors. Uh, and to tell you about some appearances coming up. Uh, one is that I and my alter ego, DJ Tricky Kid, uh, will be in uh, downtown Fort Worth this weekend. Uh, first, I'll be doing a private event. And then next, I'll be part of the Anime Fest. Uh, performing the other late night rave there uh, on Saturday. And then uh, I also, uh, as you know, I'm very involved, uh, speaking of professional wrestling, with IHW Wrestling. So we've got a thing coming up, uh, a big event on November the 5th. It's actually our biggest event of the year. It's called Old School Hustle, and it'll be at the Ridgely Theater. And tickets are available for that right now. Uh, I definitely want to say a happy Halloween to everybody. Uh, it's also part of this action-packed supersized episode that it's gonna it's happening uh you know during uh, we're only about uh, like less than a week away so by the time we air the next episode um halloween will have already passed so we wanted to say happy halloween and we're kind of giving you kind of the the goth uh halloween spirit with uh with lords of acid and little jay and some music we're going to be playing and some stories we're going to be telling and that sort of thing so uh, you know, one thing for me in, in terms of, of, uh, of Halloween that, uh, of course, you know, kids today won't quite remember, but it's kind of like the thing, thing with Christmas is that, uh, the Charlie Brown, uh, it's the great pumpkin. Uh, it's only, you know, cause back in the day it was only on once a year and you had to really be present for it. And, uh, but it still hasn't lost its charm and it's magic for me. I, um, anybody that knows me knows what an inspiration Charles Schultz has been a lifelong inspiration for me. And uh, they may just kind of shrug off the importance, but there's a great, great message there and that I always like to remind people is that the, um, the qualifications uh, for the great pumpkin in Linus's mind to visit, you know, his pumpkin patch was sincerity. And sincerity is something that I have stood for my entire life. I'm sort of Charles Schultz. And uh, he expressed that through his, his part with Peanuts. And so there's one, a great line in It's a Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, where he says, he's got to visit this pumpkin patch. It's, look all around you. It's, it's, you know, it's the most sincere. And he says, sincerity as far as the eye can see. That always, that always resonated with me. And so it's something every time I, I see it and every time I hear it, uh, with that episode, it always, uh, it always just kind of re, re, Reignites me and reignites that that uh, that emotion. So uh, so I hope everybody has a great great Halloween. No matter what you're doing, hope everybody has a good safe time and um, takes care of each other. I hope everybody goes out and they you know. I hope the kids get all the candy. I hope the adults go dancing. I hope all your outfits are gonna be kick ass. Um, we should be doing a, some things here. There's a, there's a great uh, cramps. Speaking of kind of like goth Halloween. Uh, the great uh, uh, Cramps tribute band called the Gorehounds. They're going to be at Three Links and Deep Ellum on, in Dallas Saturday night. And I'm going to try to get done and get over there because it's not to be missed.
they also have a costume contest and cash prizes. And, and if you've never seen the Gorehounds, like, you hate fun if you live in Dallas, Fort Worth, and you've never been. Um, those of you that don't, look it up online. It's incredible. To take on the task of the cramps is something that no one should take lightly, and they do not. And they've done so well and so respectful and just perfect. So I definitely employ all of you, you guys to check that out. Uh, so... So with all the plugs out of the way, again, like I said, find us on Twitter at uh, Tricky Kid and the number two. Find us on Facebook at Tricky Kid Radio Podcast. Again, go on to iTunes uh, and subscribe, man. Leave us a review. Let's keep this party rocking. So uh, without any uh, further ado, uh, come on, man. Let's get little Jay Sinclair. She is the most dangerous woman in show business. And if you go online and check her out, you'll see Juan extremely talented, totally awesome. Um, she's there in Phoenix, Arizona. She's got some appearances coming up that you'll hear her talk about as well uh, coming up next month in Vegas. And so uh, without further, any further ado, let's get the most dangerous woman in show business uh, on the show. Little Jay Sinclair. Jay, welcome to the show. Hi, hello. Thank you for having me. So we were talking a little When What was your first exposure to Lords of Acid? Well, my like in my family, I've always been surrounded by music, and my my mom especially. I was primarily raised by my mom, and she was a goth kid, and she was like really heavy into like the industrial and metal and everything. And so I was about two years old when I was exposed to wow, this. yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah. <laughs> I was two years old, and I was exposed to, um, I think it was, like, Our Little Secret. Or, okay. Uh, yeah, that record. And the one that stood out and was catchiest to me was Pussy. And so I'm two years old, so I can sing the words to the song. <laughs> Much to your mother's delight, mom- I'm sure. <laughs> oh, no, she banned me from listening to Lords of Acid right. until I was, of she felt I was responsible enough to listen to them. <laughs> so how so how old are you now? I'm 21. I'll be 22 okay. in January. Oh, okay. So so this was about 20 years ago. So that would be what like 97. So yeah, I guess it was yeah. around around the kind of the height of of our little secret when that came out. Right. And so so was she just playing it around the house? Yeah, she was just playing it around the house. We listened to. You know, Lords of Acid, Marilyn Manson, and uh, Typo Negative was a huge impact in my life. Um, stuff like that. And so, 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 so you grew up being exposed to this stuff because, like, I can for for me, funny I, is like I know a lot of people are like rebelling against their families and everything, and I'm I'm the oldest of my siblings, so I don't have any anyone like uh, to look up to. So I'm like, I want to be just like my mom. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. And you kind of have followed in her footsteps a little bit. Uh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> tell our listeners a little bit about about what you do out there in Phoenix. So I'm a burlesque performer, alternative model, and I'm also a fetish performer. Um, so I do like a little bit of like the alternative, like colored hair, tattoos, um, like but pretty and girly modeling. And then as far as burlesque, I like. I like shocking people. Like it's like, not very classic or anything. I like to get a reaction and maybe tell a story. Good. Um, so it's a lot of like 
blood and boobs and like craziness. I put out cigarettes on myself for oh one my of God. like a, for one of my acts and yes, it's for real. It's not like a fake cigarette or anything. Right. I still have the scars. <laughs> It sounds fun. <laughs> oh, it's a lot of fun. It, it, so this is why you call yourself, or 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 while you're known as, forgive me, as the deadliest woman in show business. Talk a little bit about that. I uh, refer to myself as the deadliest woman in show business because I'm like I'm five foot two and like ninety eight pounds, and yeah, I can do all kinds of crazy things to my body and you know scare grown men. So yeah. that's like that. That's what I look for. Is like it's it's one thing for people to be like, "Oh, you're so pretty, you're so gorgeous." It's another thing to be like, "Dude, I'm terrified of you." <laughs> yes, and, and it's also going to be empowering as well. I mean, again, you're not. This isn't an objectification. This is an empowerment for you. Oh yeah, absolutely. I feel like I'm, you know, like ten feet tall when I'm on stage and doing my thing and you know, getting a reaction. I believe the term a friend of mine used was, I gave her a fear boner. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so uh, have you ever done any sort of your routines to Lords of Acid? I have go-go danced to Lords of Acid before. I used to be, uh, before starting into burlesque and fetish performances, I would go-go dance at a goth club okay. in Phoenix. Um, and... Uh, I Sit on Acid is one of the regular songs that come on. Of course. And um, that, like, my mom always comes out to my shows and supports me and everything, so we'll go out together, and whenever they're playing Lords of Acid, like, she'll drag me inside, and we'll dance together. <laughs> but isn't that cool, though, instead of being, like, you know, like, I mean, having not only your parental support, but it's got to be a lot of fun for her because this was this was her scene. You know what I mean? This is what she was into and probably still is. Oh, yeah, she definitely still is and still active. We actually uh, go out, like, a lot together to go dance and have fun. That's all. I don't listen to music the same way as most people do. Like, it, like I physically have to be moved by music. It has to get, get me off my butt and yeah. dancing and, like, move me to right. for, in order for me to like it. And that's what kind of impact Lords of Acid had on me. Well, you know, it, it, isn't it interesting and, and fun? Like, um, like the closest I've ever had to a spiritual experience is when I'm on stage dancing, and it's literally every single part of my life. I wake up and I think, what, like, am I going to work on choreography? Am I going to listen to music? What do I have to work on? What kind of, like, I got to be on my feet doing something. And I just came back from a month-long injury um, not not able to dance for an injury, and so talk about that for a second. What what happened there? So I was performing one night um, in Scottsdale, and um, it's getting it's getting colder out. And the thing about um, like cold weather is when you have to warm up your muscles in order to perform. And I'm pretty flexible. Like I do a lot of splits and jump splits and everything. Yeah. And I. Um, there's part of that performance where I do a center split where my legs are uh, like wide apart and um, I slid into it, felt a huge rip and oh my God. had to walk. I had to walk with a cane for a few days and um, go to physical therapy. And when I got the news that I wasn't able to dance and I had to cancel seven shows, oh, I no. just started crying hysterically. Oh yeah. 
Now, did you be dazzled the cane and make it all like, you know, like Halloween and shit? Like, <laughs> I wish I did. I really wish I did, but unfortunately, the cane was borrowed. <laughs> and speaking of Halloween, I mean, this is obviously, you know, in you know, in the goth world, this is a this is a a, a big time of the year for you. So, what what do you have planned special for Halloween this year? Well, my mom and I are actually going out to a club that night. Um, it's called Transylvania. Okay. And um, I have a couple of friends who are local DJs that um, are playing some good music. We're we're definitely going to be dressing up. I just I dress up almost every day of my life. Right. So I have no idea what I'm going to be dressed as. All I know is it's going to be red. Speaking of which, I'm also uh, I perform as a DJ as well. Of course, as DJ Cricket Kid and and uh, and you. So you're also a fetish performer, and I yes. uh, have DJed at uh, AVN in Las Vegas the last three years. Have you ever been oh. a part? Have you ever been, and that's right above you, have you ever been up there at all to participate with that? Not yet, but if there is an invitation, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, right, <laughs> I would right. absolutely love to. Um, you should. There is a whole, they have a thing uh, there where the, it's a whole section that's just, actually just for, kind of like the fetish, more kind of like a bondage Type kind of yeah. thing called the lair, and it's like on the because it because the whole thing basically all it is is comp- going to be going out to Las Vegas for the first time in my life uh, next month because I perform with a group called Agents of Lust, oh, and nice. we're we're doing a um, we're doing a little show there. It's going to be a whole your anticipation, but I think you're going to yeah. have great have a great time. And so, where where can people if they you know, once if they're in Vegas and they want to see the show, how can they find out about it? Um, they can find out about it. I post all of my show dates and everything on all of my social media. Um, I have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, it's just uh, Little J Sinclair okay. or um, the show Girl Succubus. And I, it's really easy to find me. Gotcha. Okay, so they, they can find it. And those dates are going to be in Vegas on, on – what, what are the actual dates there? Uh, the 17th and the 18th. Of November? Yes. And gotcha. it's with a okay. group called uh, the Agents of Lust. Okay, and you can and people can find them on on the interwebs as well, I'm sure. Absolutely. Um, so, talk about get back to Lords of Acid just for a second. Were, have you ever have you ever seen them in concert? Were you ever able to catch a show? You know, I almost did. Uh, there, there's this. Um, there used to be this uh, fetid. Uh, we used to have uh, fetid balls. Uh, back in the day, um, right. it's hosted by someone else now, but these um, fetish balls back in the day and today uh, had performed there. But unfortunately, I was too young at the time to actually go. So I just kind of had to hear the stories and all my friends be like, oh, you should have been there. I'm like, yeah, I can't because I'm a child still. <laughs> <laughs> And so, well, you know, they're currently out on tour right now. It's a great package, of course, with Combi Christ and Christian Death. Oh uh, yeah, I've seen I've seen Combi Christ and Christian Death uh, Christian Death before, and they they know how to put on a show. Like they're for fantastic. sure, yeah, for sure. So what? So the you know, it's kind of the same crowd though. Don't you think the kind of people that go, would come see you are the same people that would go see Lords of Acid? And I, I believe so. Right, and so you, of course, like I said, you've heard some crazy stories um, about you know some of the the Lords of Acid performances and stuff, and some of the things that are taking place on stage, and 
and in the crowd and, and where else. Uh, share. You said you had share a couple of stories that that, that you have about some of uh, some of the, the more memorable performances that you've been a part of. Um. Wow. <laughs> uh, well. Um. Man, that's a good question. I'd have to say, um, like I said before, I perform at a lot of like uh, fetish events and stuff like that. Um, right. The craziest performance. Um. I would have to say was um, there was an event called Color Me Kinky where I was um, debuting one of my um, one of the acts that I'm actually known for is called the Monster and um, am dressed in head to toe all red and um, I go like I go in I do my thing I'm looking glamorous but it turns like it's supposed to be glamour turning in to like transitioning into something more macabre and scary and almost like um like manic and so I'm getting out of this like glamorous facade and completely destroying myself and I put like I choke myself with a scarf and put out cigarettes and the moment the cigarette butt like touches my skin the whole room lights up and like screams and and keeps looking at my leg after the show and is like are you okay is everything all right I'm like yeah I'm fine don't worry about me worry about yourself (laughs) and in that same in that same performance I pour um, hot candle wax on myself and let out this like blood curdling scream oh my god so i'm like losing my mind and going crazy and everyone is so into it and terrified oh my god well obviously you can't keep that up forever because i mean i mean i mean mean, that's one thing to give it to leave it all there on the stage and give so much of yourself to the audience but to actually injure yourself of course there's obviously uh, uh, a limit to uh, oh yeah, to, there's to that. Go ahead. I'm very. I always take safety first and make sure that I like I'm taking care of my skin, taking care of my body, so that I can keep doing weird stuff to it. Right, um, right. I guess we don't want you to get injured here. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get injured again because right. that sucked. But I guess um, it's not the craziest. Um, as far as like things I'm doing to myself, but I'd have to say the most one of the most uh, recent memorable performances I did was the last uh, fetish ball in uh, Arizona. I actually got to close out the night um, to my Queen of Roses act after Aesthetic Perfection sharing the same stage, and I was a com- I was a complete mess the entire day. I was so nervous. I got to talk to Daniel Graves for a bit, and he was such a gentleman and so sweet. But I was nervous. I was chain smoking all day and just really <laughs> tuned in and trying to focus. And I actually ended up like it was such a like emotional experience for me because I worked so hard on this performance and sure. leaving it all on there, sharing the sta- same stage as one of my heroes that I grew up listening to. And I actually ended up crying on stage. That's awesome. It's yeah. amazing that you got to have that experience, you know? Well, I mean, that's what dancing means to me is I'm right. like, this is me in my raw form. Right, for sure. You have that kind of fire of an artist, you know what I mean, where you, you this isn't a choice for you. You have to be doing what you're yeah. doing. It's like it's it's my lifeline. It's keeping me alive. For sure. 
for sure. And, you know, and, and that's why I think that people like Lords of Acid speak uh, mm-hmm. so so loudly and resonate because oh yeah, absolutely. Because you can kind of recognize you know aspects of of that in yourself, can't you? I believe, like I believe so. I feel like I'm still as a performer. I'm still learning and growing i'm only 21 so who knows what i'm gonna do a couple of years from now or in the next 21 years um but i feel like i'm off to a good start and still wanting to outdo myself every single time absolutely like kind of in the same in the same respect as they do and so it's kind of like yeah so it's kind of like yeah with each album with each tour it kind of gets a little crazier and a and a little more intense or, or just uh, just a little, you're just growing, you know, as yeah. a performer and as an artist. So, so uh, are there some, tell me some, some specific goals that you have. Uh, some specific goals I have, as I'm looking at my little whiteboard calendar right here, um, specific goals I have right now is to work on um, my strength and mobility as far as being able to, do splits again Um, but I want to get out there like the goal that I have um, for because I set a new goal every uh, year like every calendar year Um, so this one is to get out um, to more cities more places Um, I really want to go on tour like it's driving me nuts that I haven't already but I really yeah. want to go on tour and um, reach a wider audience and then eventually go, um, when I feel I'm ready, go international. And just put together just like, again, your deadliest woman in show business, like take it, take that show on the road and just kind of expose the rest of the world to something that the people of Arizona have been have been getting to enjoy for, for, for a bit now. Oh, uh, yeah. I feel like Arizona is like – it it would be a little selfish of me to just keep it within my little boroughs of right. uh, Arizona. And I have uh, performed quite a few times in places at, uh, in uh, California. Like I've performed at Bar Sinister. I've performed at Globe Theater and um, all kinds of stuff there. But I want to go like other places. <laughs> right, right. There's a place here in Dallas called uh, called the Lizard Lounge. It's kind of a kind of a nationally famous place. It's been around for about 25 years and they have a thing uh specifically on Sunday nights which is usually called the church. And this would be like ground zero for where you would perform uh your act and and there would be a lot of people in Dallas that would that would love to check that out and I'm sure they would be across uh, the country, you know, it's a it's a great it's a great community to have there. A lot of like minded people that are artists and 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 stuff. And and it's actually where uh, the Lords of Acid um, after party um, was when they came to Dallas as well. They performed at Trees, and they had the after party um, over there. Uh, so, in but in terms of like like kind of a long term thing. What do you uh in terms of outdoing yourself, what do you think the the next thing is for you in terms of kind of pushing your limits? Well, I don't want to give away too much because that'll take away from the wow factor, but I'll give you a little hint okay um, fair enough <laughs> more, um, more prop heavy acts. I have a uh bloodbath act I'm working on currently um more like just 
doing my research, and like I said before, I like uh, storytelling and shocking people with my performances. So I'm constantly thinking of new, sick, twisted ways that I can, like, that I can do on stage reasonably, of course. Um, but, yeah, that's... That sounds amazing. So, so this this will be more under the guise of like under the umbrella, I guess you would say, of burlesque, correct? So, yes. so when you do the, also as a fetish performer, do you combine the two, or are these two things mutually exclusive? Oh yes, I do uh, combine the two. There have been some performances, um, like fetish performances, when I have been like beaten on stage and um, stuff like that, and I've had things broken over my butt and. Um, but I have been working on and I've done before, uh, like fetish burlesque acts as well. And is there, do you find that, you know, there's kind of a, you're kind of walking a bit of a, of a, of a, of a tightrope there in terms of legality, in terms of how to perform that in certain places. Have you found that to be challenging at all? Um, a little bit. I kind of, I, um, whenever I get booked for a show, whether it's um, burlesque or um, a fetish performance, it all depends on the crowd and it depends on the demographic. Um, sure. So I try to cater to them as much as possible because, let's say, hypothetically, if I was um, if I was invited to go um, to perform at a fetish ball and I'm doing like tap dancing to like show tunes that wouldn't exactly go over really well <laughs> <laughs> right right uh, now the the burlesque of course is um, i'm assuming of course that it's burlesque where you're not not fully nude i um i always keep some kind of covering as far as my my bits are concerned <laughs> for sure so so it's so it's still under the umbrella like i said and in that in that capacity as burlesque so it kind of makes it easier also to combine the two correct yes very much so gotcha well this is uh fantastic uh, like i said hopefully we'll see you and claire where can they where can they find you on the interwebs i am on facebook instagram and twitter at uh little j sinclair or um you can look up the showgirl succubus under, under showgirl succubus, got it. That's awesome. And any any words for the members of Lords of Acid? Um, keep doing what you're doing. I adore you guys, and I really look forward to. If you're boring and don't like fun, then don't bother coming. But if you like having <laughs> a good time, then let's party. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Awesome, little Jason Claire. Thank you so much for joining us this week. All right, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Joining us. Really enjoyed talking with you. Yeah, I enjoyed it too. I had a blast. Hide your kids, hide your wife. I'm out for blood. All right, Jane. No one is safe. <laughs> no one is safe. Well, oh, man, we really want to thank little Jason Claire for joining us this week for our uh, action-packed uh, 50th episode there. She's so rad. She's so awesome. Uh, if you happen to be in Vegas, definitely check her out next month. And, uh, and if you're in the Phoenix, Arizona area, check out one of her shows or just check her out, period. She's so great uh, and so awesome and very grateful that she was able to join us uh, this week. You're just talking about, speaking of Vegas, you're just talking about AVN and also the Internext uh, web conference in, in Vegas. 
I do my DJ Tricky Kid and also the show there uh, every January. Uh, and it's also an awesome thing. Uh, so check that out as well. Uh, and which brings me to uh, the song of the week. Uh, this week is going to feature uh, the debut single from uh, Nikki Huntsman. Uh, Nikki is also a, a model and a, and a very per, uh, performer. And um, she actually, I met her ironically uh, through um, a different avenue. Uh, <clears throat> some friends of mine are involved in the charity uh, around this time of year, every Halloween in October, called Halloween Hotness. It takes place in Los Angeles, and they actually just did theirs last week, and it's a great charity that supports um, breast cancer. Um, and it's an event that my friends, who are the original gorgeous ladies of wrestling, are involved in. You may have seen the new show on Netflix uh, called Glow, and that was a real thing, man. Uh, uh, back in the 80s, uh, there was this amazing, awesome uh, wrestling kind of variety show called The Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. So if you've ever seen that Netflix thing, that's a, that's, that's a real thing that happened. And um, the, uh, the the original girls that wrestled back then over the last few years have become um, some great friends of mine. And as a matter of fact, why I'm mentioning them, let me mention this real fast, that uh, they actually do this fan cruise every year called The Afterglow. And it's going to be setting selling this year, actually on my birthday, uh, out of New York Harbor in March, uh, March the 4th, and it's going to sell to the Bahamas, and uh, I just might be joining you uh, this year. Uh, it's a great, great thing, uh, you know, especially if you're a fan of wrestling and you're a fan of the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Check them out at afterglowatsea.com. That's afterglowatsea. It's part of the Carnival Police uh, um planners there that'll, that'll get you all set up and i believe there's a couple of cabins still left it's going to be a great great time so anyway i mentioned it because um about two years ago i was attending the uh halloween hotness event there at hollywood roosevelt in los angeles um as an invitation of course from uh roxy astor and um and uh sunny the california girl uh all those all the great original glow people and they were, uh, it was a great, great event. They had a lot of great people, like Bileen was there. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of stars, a lot of celebrities coming out for a great cause. And uh, one of the people that I met was Nikki Huntsman. And she was, uh, she was cos she's also a cosplayer. She was cosplaying as Belle from Beauty and the Beast. And, um, and I, when we were just, you know, talking, and she was telling me how, you know, um, how we were both at AVN. Uh, that previous January, uh, and she's awesome. She's fantastic, and she's also a great singer, among all the things that she does. And so, the song of the week uh, to kind of fit our theme here, I wanted to play you uh, is her debut single. It's called Mister Predictable. You actually can download it uh, or and purchase it uh, on iTunes. I think it's like a, a whopping one dollar and uh, worth every penny. So uh, this is a. a, a uh, a model performer, Nikki Huntsman, with her debut single, Mr. Predictable.
great track there again from, from model cosplayer and performer Nikki Huntsman. Uh, looking forward to more music coming uh, from her uh, <clears throat> soon as well. So, uh, so without any further ado, uh, it is our pleasure to bring you uh, goth legends, uh, goth culture uh, champions of the industrial uh, music scene celebrating 30 years as a band, Lords of Acid. Currently out on tour right now on a great package bill uh, with Christian Death and Comedy Christ. They're going to be in the States all the way through uh, the month of November. And so, again, it's our uh, pleasure to have our special guest this week for our supersized 50th episode, Lords of Acid. Film series as part of Tricky Kid Radio. Joining us this week is Praga Khan from Industrial Legends Lords of Acid. Praga, welcome to Tricky Kid Radio. Thanks for having me. So, you guys have been on tour for, for about how long now? Before this current tour? Uh, started the uh, end of September in Vegas. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, since then, we did about 20 or so concerts. And this is, a, this, is a, this is a big package with a lot of. A lot of uh, yeah. legends from back then, with Christian Death and yeah. Combi Christ and all that stuff. This is this is a great bill for the fans. Yeah, and, and it's also it's also for us, like being on the road with all these people. For sure, they're all nice people, you know, and that's what I really appreciate uh, about it because different styles of music, but uh, people are so nice. If something uh, breaks, then uh, <laughs> right. uh, that they offer you their stuff. It's like when you need some help, they're there. 
the camaraderie. Yeah. Uh, uh, sometimes we go with them on stage, or they come with us on stage. So it's 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 been ball. That's fantastic for sure. Uh, 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 I was telling Roland before we came up that my uh, background is actually in, in touring as well. So I, I know I know it's what it's like to have friends on the road. It's yeah. always such, such a great thing to be able yeah. to do. Uh, it's family. No. Yes, exactly. It's family for, for all these years, yeah. you know. Uh, speaking of friends, uh, so you guys have put together a record uh, called Pretty and Kink, which is which is perfect for the Lords of Acid aesthetic, yeah. right? <laughs> great title. Uh, but you guys decided to, to do the Kickstarter route this time around. Yeah, but you're very lucky because uh, we have Mr. Rocco Koshari with us sitting just in front of us, and maybe he can give us a little bit of an explanation about that. Rocco. That'd be great. He set it all up. Yeah. And uh, so thanks if it's thanks to him that we are here in a way. You know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so uh, so what was whenever you decided to do it, was there anything like in terms of the decision to do that or he came up with the idea and I was I, I must say I, I um I talked to a couple of people about his idea. So uh and uh, then Everybody said, "Yeah, that would be it would be amazing because there's always been like a, a very good uh, relationship between the fans of Lots of Acid sure. and Lots of Acid, because there's there's a lot of other bands who don't have that. So we know a lot of uh, the fans uh, in person by meeting them. Like uh, uh, we kept in contact over the years. They come to every concert we do. Right, right. And so uh, then uh, Rocco came with uh, with the idea to do the." Um, the Lord's Blessed backstage group, so maybe he can join us at the end. Sure, I would love that. Yeah. So, Rocco, come have a seat. So, so how's it going? So, I met you earlier, a little bit earlier. So, so when you decided, when you put this together to come to them with the idea to do Kickstarter, what were what was some of your ideas to make it a bit of a unique campaign? Uh, because uh, it's like, have you seen the fan base we have? All the people, uh, they've been there for 25 years. And they, uh, they they want us back, you know, so they want to do whatever is possible to get us over here, you know, make sure that we even, like, we get treated so well. People can bring us cookies, fresh cookies, <laughs> fresh cookies, <laughs> nice. so, you know, for him, it's also a nice experience. Like, yesterday, you have this guy, he works for Apple, you know, and he came over and he treated us so good. He, he brought us to a spot where we can see the whole city. So we have this uh, real connection with our fans. And that's not, that's only one person, but we have hundreds of them. For sure. That's what we focus on. We, we ask, like, if we want to do something, then I'm like, well, we sh- who should we ask? It's like, ask the fans, you know? Because that's what I've been well, we talking about. Right, yeah, right. Because they are the one buying the product, putting right. their life into it, you know? If they it's very to smart it. to go directly to yeah. them like that. And what is it called? It's called the Lords of Acid Fan Group? Is that what it is? The Lords of Acid Backstage Group. Backstage Group. So how, how can our listeners be able to find that if they're not already aware of it? They go on Facebook and search it. And just, just Google it, it. Yeah, right? Yeah, join the club. Yeah. And it's a yeah. uh, uh, closed group. So, uh, so they would have to. They would have to be uh, supporting us, or have to be a fan. Or yeah, they, 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 they can go in, but they can. Uh, yeah. As soon as they go there, then um, he uh, accepts the invitation, and then they're in there. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Isn't that what's so great? That's been you guys have been able to do this for so long because the kind of thing that you do, the people that are that are into it, because it's done so well, they're not casual about it. Mm-hmm. When they love it, they love it forever. Yeah, hardcore fans. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's always it's not something that they were just kind of into for a little bit of time. That they've, no, no, no. they've kind of have yeah, those, have they, those people are really happy that that music like this exists for sure. They when they go to the to the to the gig to the concert, they 
majority at home might go crazy and go back to reality the other day and you know listen to the music at home and then they hope for another day like this. It's for sure. We, right. we, we give our fullest, we bring the show, we like we have our routines, we're able to go and stuff like we we bring us we bring them what, what they kind of expect, but then put a little extra on there. For by, sure. By giving them that VIP, you know, giving them that personal contact, bring them on the bus, let them drink with us. Well, they make, make them feel like family. Yeah. So they're happy to support you they whenever, whenever so you yeah. get. They are family, yeah. yeah to me they are, because when this tour is done, uh, I go home and I have hundreds of people I'll be talking to and asking me if you want, come over the next gig, uh, we will take care of for showers or whatever. So that's a good connection. But it's always sure. been like that uh, in a way, because um, like uh, back in the 90s, we had the Children of Asset. Uh, that was done by uh, them in Virginia, and uh, I remember uh, because these were the like the hard die fans who were um, uh, that was even before the Facebook came. It was uh, in the beginning of the internet, so there was the back, uh, the the children of acid group. Sure, sure. And I remember that uh, people from Belgium uh, who came to the states uh, that they. So they were invited everywhere. So the, the only thing they had to do is take a flight to wherever in, in America. And there was someone from the Children of Acid, yeah, like uh, waiting uh, to, to pick them up at the airport and right, right. Their, their house. And then they phoned another. It guy. becomes a family. Yeah, right? and then they, they, they phoned another guy in, in the next city. And oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I kind of felt like I, I was indoctrinated into it that kind of way too. I. I uh, I can remember when when Lust came out in what was that about? It was in '91, right? Yeah. And you guys had already it was the first record, and but there was already this kind of kind of buzz about, of course, I sit on acid and, uh, and a couple other things. So it was kind of like this. This is kind of pre-internet, so it was kind of like this idea of like, have you heard of these records? Because they were so provocative and they were kind of <laughs> dirty, and and it was like a you know like a fun thing, like oh yeah, like have you have you seen this yet? And so. Whenever you would meet somebody that had heard of Lords of Acid or even had the records, it was almost like a secret handshake, yeah, 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 you know. Yeah. And it seems like that secret handshake is still yeah. still going on, yeah. you know. But the, but the thing in those days, uh, you know, that uh, uh, had the tipper core, right? Sure, the PMRC and all that. Yeah, the, the, uh, the wife of Al Gore, and she was really against everything that had to do with sex. And that was so we were a little bit lucky that we came onto the market at that at that very moment because uh, she was really after us. You know, she wanted to get us out of the country. Yeah. Uh, because uh, Lost of Acid was on the blacklist, uh, and uh, so was uh, Do Life Crew. Yes, and, of course. And a couple of uh, other bands. So for us, it was like extra promotion at the moment. Yeah, yeah, she didn't <laughs> realize that she was doing you a favor yeah. by putting that sticker on it. Because <laughs> as a young person at that time, if it had this sticker on it, that was the record I wanted. Because yeah, it was <laughs> a rebellious thing, you know? Yeah. And so, what, you know, talk yeah. about that a little bit. What are, what, I mean, because back then you could have run into some real trouble. Yeah. Uh, back then, you know, remember the Dead Kennedys uh, actually had uh, a clerk that sold one of their records in Florida was arrested. Did you guys even, did you guys run into any sort of like real trouble back then in the early 90s? Not real troubles because the thing is that uh, uh, there was a lot of stuff happening uh, on stage, but most of the time it came from the people in the audience. Sure. Okay, like in, in the audience, uh, people in the audience jumped on stage and did whatever. Uh, they, uh, they wanted to do, but, but we, who, were, who, who were we to, uh, to 
to, to, to tame them, right? right? To tame them because uh, it's, it's like we were we were not doing something wrong, you know? Yeah, right. And we all, we all we're inspiring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we knew uh, it's like it's like uh, a balancing on a on, on a court. Yeah, yeah. We sure. knew uh, it cannot go too far. Uh, or uh, it's exciting, though, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the thing is that uh, uh, the thing is that there were a lot of bands in those days when uh, Lord Sebastian became really popular that were trying to copy uh, us uh, but then uh, the, the aspect of having the humor in, in sure, music sure. for us uh, that kept it light yeah. uh, and that kept it fun uh, and when you don't have the humor then uh, that, that, that get, then it gets uh, into a more darker for sure thing, for sure you know? that um, was always the appeal for me too because yeah. you could have gone off to that end so it was yeah. it was sexy and it was kind of you know kind of forbidden which was exciting but yeah. also but it was fun and it was funny it was fun because yeah. uh, uh, because they had this um, this guy a uh, uh, famous journalist I can't remember his name and he said uh, yes, Lord Sebastian are the Benny Hill of music. <laughs> you remember Benny Hill? Of course. Yeah, we think that, that that was that was what it, what it was. You know, okay, we don't have a problem to talk about to talk about sex. You know, we don't. And everybody is having sex. Sure. Uh, everywhere. Yeah. But uh, why not talk about it? You know, uh, yeah, why not talk about it in a funny way? You know. And there's so many people that I've met all over the years who, uh, who said. Uh, like thanks to you, I could express my sexuality because I was living in a little village yeah, and I was uh, sure. like a gay or I was uh, a drag, a drag queen in, uh, in the village, and people didn't accept me. But listening to Lord Sebastian right. helped me through through that phase in my life and helped me to become uh, the person I am today. And it's still a lot of people telling me that. See, that's a, see, what an amazing thing. And so maybe even initially, maybe that wasn't maybe the intention, but once you became aware of this, it wasn't this something that you wanted to, you know, to, to kind of almost have a responsibility to it at some point, yeah. once you learned that. But there was one thing that I will never forget, and uh, that's long ago, it's, uh, way, <laughs> way before the internet. Uh, that was, uh, I think, no, the internet was already there. I think it was a tour, 97, and uh, there was a girl from the Children of Asset, and she uh, ran away from home. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then uh, her mom, she called me. Yeah. And she said, yeah, you're her, her hero, you know. Uh, I'm sure if you go on, on the internet and ask her to come back home, that she will do it. But we, but we are now terrified. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, police is looking everywhere. This is an American girl. American girl. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I think it was in North Carolina or something. And uh, so I did. Uh, I, I told her. Uh, I can't remember the name. Carol or whatever. Uh, your parents uh, <laughs> at home. Uh, they really uh, are afraid to death of what what's happening with you. Please phone phone them now. Right. Yeah. Because you know that I love you, I, I, I know you love the band, uh, but uh, get in touch with, with your parents. Sure. And ten minutes later, <laughs> it, was, it was that it quick. Was, yeah, ten minutes later. Yeah. So because you have the children of Asset, they were everywhere and, right. they, and they were in contact with each other. Yeah. But isn't it amazing that, that you would have, you would have had that kind of power? Mm-hmm. You know that you would have had that that kind of influence. Yeah. That, are, yeah. that even her parents didn't have. 
I guess the two she was rebelling. She was a rebelling yeah, against a rebelling them. Rebelling teen, teenager uh, at, that, at that moment. For sure. But, but what a great position to be in. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd I like be able to, to, do, to do good like that. Yeah. You know? uh, but uh, me, I, uh, I'm, I'm someone who respects every, everybody. I, I, I do respect the fans. Uh, I do respect organizations. Uh, I do respect people who... Uh, work uh, on the road or uh, sure. pick up garbage. I respect everybody. You know. It's not the, uh, and the thing that I want is that uh, everybody shows respect for everybody. That's right. That, that's right. And that makes it a better world. But don't you think also that's also kind of why you have been around for so long as well? Because, yeah. again, like I said, because I, there is a lot of respect. Right? Yeah, because I've, I've done this for many years too. And... It's my, for me, it's my first time in the States, and I've seen a lot of respect and a lot of people uh, appreciating what happened over there a couple of years. Yeah. And hearing stories like people uh, have uh, had a kid 20, um, 15 years ago because they went to a concert and then they made love together and they had a baby, and it's, for them, it's so special. And he's there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, and it's also, but it's the respect that you have been able to command because you feel that way, because you give them that same respect. Because right. I've been on tour with people that. I wouldn't tour with again, you know what yeah, I mean? And, and yeah, people yeah. that I would tour with forever if, because it was at this yeah. capacity. But I can tell you, you one know? thing, uh, if there are people, because when when you will meet when you meet the people who are in my band, they're all very, very nice people. Because that's for me the first thing. Yes. It needs right. to be even uh, it is the first thing. It needs to be a good person. That's right. Who, who can get along with everybody, who doesn't feel he stands above the fans. Uh, and and then he can come with us. It's wonderful to hear that from you because again, because I, I I'm telling you it hasn't always been the case, and you can ask anybody that yeah because you know, when you're in a band you're in an easy position to, to do whatever you want, but still uh, you can, you can do a lot of good things. Uh, well, I uh, I toured with uh, with Peaches for a couple of years. You're familiar with Peaches, of course. Yeah. It's almost kind of kind of a similar crowd, and she's one of my favorite people in the entire world, and she. Uh, was such a such, such, a, such a, a pleasure to uh, to tour with and still a great friend, and uh, so for us we saw some pretty crazy stuff, of course, because their shows are pretty wild. Yeah. So I was going to ask you just for fun, like in your time, what stands out is something very memorable or reputable in terms of just complete mayhem, in ter- you know, in a good way, in a fun kind of way. On stage, yes. Oh, we have people may, uh, like having sex on stage. Uh, <laughs> in America or in, in America? Wow. The thing is, and that's, uh, that's the weird thing, when, uh, especially in America, uh, I've, I've done, say, 10 or 10 tours or something like that. It's like when you have the, the states where everything is forbidden. Yes, right. That's where everything happens. Yeah. Yeah, the deeper the oppression, yeah. the, gr- the greater the release. Yeah. And when you have a state where where there are no rules, nothing happens. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like when you go to the Bible Belt, that, that's the most great. Wild vision. <laughs> <laughs> right. Then everything can happen. Right. The first yeah. time I was in Amsterdam, plus, it was like it closes at 9 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, plus the thing is, and that's uh, that's also a nice thing about Lord Sebastian, it's Lord Sebastian is more than just a band. It's like, a, it's like an experience, you know? Right, sure. And you come to the concert, people, they start, uh, like, uh, a week before the concert, people go shopping. So what are we going to wear? You right, know? right. Uh, uh, people, it's fun. Yeah, people who have like a job uh, who are uh, like a dentist or a lawyer or whatever. 
so they can go crazy that one night because our best is coming to town. Sure, sure, sure. And it's so much fun. It's, it's not like just Halloween every night. day. Right. <laughs> it's like the, the build up, who's it's, going, it's to like get a group. place can go to a city, make, just go make it. Is that, that's happened a lot. People just come make it to the concert. It, that's, that's what they do. That's a little crazy. And back tomorrow, the next day, they wear they were clothes again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's that, that place to, to be yeah. free. Or that nobody, nobody looks at you like, what are you wearing? Or what right. are you? Everybody comes like, you look so lovely. I've seen so many creative people. How do you do it? Yeah, I, I love it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah. It's not exactly about being just looted. It is about being liberated. Yeah, free. Creative, and, and, and being an artist. Right. right. Because all these yeah. people are artists. That's right. They, otherwise, they wouldn't be. But that's nice. No, that's, For sure. Uh, to see that it's it's, it's more. Yeah, it's, but uh, is there it's one? An experience, huh? Is there one specific though that like I mean like when you're when you're having like when you're hanging out with your friends and talking and you remember that one yeah, but, show? Uh, okay, really... but not 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 that long ago. Uh, a couple of days ago, we, we were in San Diego. Yeah. And uh, talking about funny funny stuff. It's like uh, <laughs> so we had to sign a list. So the sheriff came on the bus. Before the concert, two hours before the concert, and I had to sign. Uh, there were 62 rules that you could that you were not uh, allowed to do, allowed to do <laughs> on stage. And uh, then, uh, so it started with, uh, "Don't use the microphone in a suggestive way." Okay, and then said to him, "Don't use the microphone in a suggestive way." It's like, yeah, you can you can put me in jail at any moment because. Uh, <laughs> Can you, can you please explain to me what it is? And then he said, yeah, but uh, we had this meeting last night and uh, 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 and we came with the people together and we had to make the list. So I promise you, you sign it so we can all come, go to the concert. You know? <laughs> and, and he put two two policemen, one next to it, uh, one on the left, uh, I to say, on the right, and they were standing there to see what was happening. And they were dancing their ass off. <laughs> they, they came to me and said to me, so it was a great show. I remember that. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, awesome. dancing when Pussycat girls came along. The policemen were also there. That's fantastic. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of strange stuff there. For sure. Yeah. We played the, uh, probably, we did the thing in, uh, in San Francisco called the Exotic Erotic Ball. Mm-hmm. And it was on Halloween about 10 years ago. And we had to do, it was two nights, and we had to, with Snoop Dogg. We were on Friday and they were on Saturday. And that was the first time I'd ever had really seen anything like that ever. You know what I mean? So, and so, you know, people, like I said, like you said, people come to the show. It's such an interactive experience because it's liberating. It's fun. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's like, a, like, a, like, a, like a community, right? Where you, or that one outfit that you've had in your closet. Where else are you going to wear it? Well, I could wear it in Lord's of Asking. And the thing was, uh, now we don't do it anymore, but uh, like uh, in the, the 90s and uh, the early 2000s, we had a rack on stage where people were always taking off their underwear, you know, like throwing their knickers on stage, throwing their bras on stage, and we hang it up on stage. You know? <laughs> but at the end of the tour, it was like a whole lingerie shop. <laughs> that was so funny. That's awesome. And, and of course, I love it that you guys... Uh, put together a greatest hits record, and of course, your greatest hits compilation is called. Fucking off. Uh, well, the yeah, the other one's also called Greatest Hits. Ah, greatest <laughs> Hits. Yeah, we have two compilations. We have the Greatest Hits, which is was perfect. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the, the the best of, let's say, and we have a smoking hot. Take smoking hot, right? I have a smoking hot. The, the hottest song for me. For you, okay. 
Now, yeah. with, with, with Pretty and Kink here, uh, it, it, it maintains that kind of classic Lords of Acid thing, but there's also something really kind of interesting and kind of, you know, a little bit different there. What was some of your inspiration in, in kind of expanding some of the things that are happening on that record? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of stuff happening with this yeah, record. Yeah, a lot. And you just kind of seem kind of re re-energized as well. Yeah, it's the... I think it's going to be at least for me one of the two best Lord's Classic songs. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Where's it coming from? I mean, where's that where's that inspiration coming from? Well, it's, it's like yeah, yeah, talking to the fans, uh, being inspired by the fans, but also a part of that you have to be in a creative mood. So yeah, for sure, you also need a lot of luck when you're doing recording because you. I, I've, all, I've also had like a writer's block and then you sit in your studio for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and nothing's yeah. happening. You can sure. do whatever you want, you know, but, uh, then you get better to take your, uh, take, take your uh, uh, plane to, uh, to Spain and go, and go uh, rest it in the sun for uh, three weeks because you're spending, spending time. Uh, yeah, like you're, uh, you're losing time. For sure, and, yeah. Uh, but now we were in a very... Uh, Creative mood, and then uh, Adam, the guy who was working with me in the studio, he said, "Why not bring the studio to my? He has a cabin in the woods. Uh, he says, uh, "Why not bring it to the cabin in the woods?" He says, "Because it bothers me that we have so much equipment. We have so much equipment that for sure it's unbelievable. We also have all these old analog gear." He says, and "The isolation can be inspiration, right?" Yeah, and he says, "And you go into the studio." Uh, in the in the in the in the wooden cabin, and uh, <laughs> he says you just bring the most essential stuff that we need. Minimal was the right. And uh, so we started to work, and um, yeah, it was the, like first week we had three songs. Uh, second week we had three songs, and then after a couple of weeks. We had uh, 17 songs, and then uh, we had 26 songs, and then I said to him, okay, let's stop now, because 26 is going to get yeah. ridiculous, but uh, still, we're going to try to finish them, the 26. Okay, okay. Yeah. So. But from the 26, we kept 17, because we had to do, do yeah, okay, you have to kill, kill uh, yeah, your, sure. your darlings. Uh, That's a good problem to have, though, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's an amazing... Uh, Situation, yeah. and now we still we're still stuck with seventeen songs, who are all amazing. So for us, it's now uh, most uh, difficult thing is what's not uh, what songs are we gonna uh, are we not gonna use on the album? For sure, because because if there's not any that are like obviously yeah. filler or less. Yeah, that's yeah, a good yeah, problem yeah, to have, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but the thing is that nowadays people don't. Uh, there's a lot of people who don't listen to albums anymore. They listen to songs. Yeah. But uh, I think Pretty and Kink is a nice conceptual album, you know? Uh, it, it's, uh, well, people have been with you from the beginning, though, they're probably still used to that, that listening pattern and crave that listening pattern. And maybe people that they've turned on to it, because, like, Lords of Acid for me is the kind of thing where I put it on and I don't I don't skip around. I either listen to the whole thing uh, or I'm not going to bother. Uh, in, the, in the running order, that's all yeah. I see. And uh, we are also uh, like uh, experimenting uh, a lot with 
but uh, it, yeah, it came out really, really well. That's fantastic. Yeah, so, yeah. so there's, so there's like, there's no signs of slowing down here. No, no, like, no, no, this, no, no, no. This is a whole I think new that, thing. I, I think that this, uh, like, uh, like Rocco gave us, uh, like, what, what we did with the Kickstarter. It, it's like, uh, yeah, it's, it, it was a how do you say, and it's strong, strong It put everything in in perspective. Yeah, it started like a lot of, lot of. Momentum? Other stuff, you know. Got it, right, exactly. Like, uh, people, yeah, like yeah. Uh, people start to ask for the tour, the tour, the, uh, the tour, uh, the booker, the booker, he said, ah, we need to do a tour now that, now that you did that, yeah. uh, that Kickstarter. And yeah. then, uh, yeah, there's a, uh, there's a new website that's going to come up. So, uh, it, that Kickstarter started a, a, a lot of things. Like a snowball effect. A snowball effect. Gotcha. Yeah, and snowball so, effect. and that's what's great about it because it may have, it, and Rocco, thanks to, to your uh, your dedication to connecting to the fans, there is it kind of maybe even formed you of something like you know you had fans, you knew people would like yeah. it, but it, it shows you where they are, who they are, and, and how much they care, which is like I said, kind of it, it reignites you guys. And what a great bill it is! And so, how much longer are you guys going to be on tour with, with this current bill? Uh, we go, uh, we stop uh, November fourth. Okay. Uh, we have a, like every day we have a concert. Yeah. All the way from now until uh, till, till maybe two days uh, that we don't play, but uh, I think there's like twenty plus concerts. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. but and then we still have to go to we have to fly down. We, do, uh, we have to do uh, like two more dates in uh, here. Then we uh, go up uh, Philadelphia. We need to do New York. Uh, we go to uh, Canada. And Pretty in Kink, is it available now? No, is no, it, no, no, it, it's, no. It's still, it's still no. forthcoming, right? Okay. Yeah, and yeah. so that's what I thought. So yeah. when, when uh, approximate, can you can you say when they can maybe expect We're, we're already uh, uh, like six months late now. Yeah. But the good thing is that the fans, they, they understand it. Because I asked them, what do you want? Right. They want right. me to rush it. And or do you want it? the good thing? Yeah. Yeah. Or do you want me to make it as good as possible? Yeah. And uh, so I need time. Will you be playing yeah, new stuff tonight? Sorry? Will you be playing, I mean, no. will you play new stuff tonight? Because this yeah. is like a celebration of uh, of uh, 25 years of Who Do You. For sure, yeah. So uh, most of the tracks that we're playing tonight are from Who Do You. Okay. Yeah. So, and, uh, Great record. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun to play it too. And uh, then, uh, apart from that, we also play like the Robert Cole. We play uh, Rough Sax at the best of a little bit. Great. But, uh, there's a like an amazing thing going on on stage now, and it started uh, six or seven days ago. Uh, Mia, Mia Fisher, right? Uh, Mia Fisher. Uh, we call her on the bus. We call her Mia Manson <laughs> yeah. because uh, she's so getting into it. She's so on fire yeah. that she starts to destroy everything. Keeps everything away. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Uh, so we have to find some gear that she can... Uh, uh, some disposable gear there. Yeah. I saw her at Coachella uh, a few years ago. She Actually twice. She opened the show and then she did a great show at the Sahara team. It was fantastic. And you know? Wait until you, until you see it tonight. <laughs> You're going to be surprised. It's for us every night. Uh, like Yesterday, I like to drink something on, on, uh, on stage. So I order from the guy who said next to me, I said, okay, bring me something to drink. Right. Uh, okay. I turn my back, the drink is gone. <laughs> you know? 
uh, she kicked it uh, somewhere. Yeah, she didn't drink yeah. it. She kicked yeah, it. She kicked it on stage. Every every bottle of water, she's smashing it. You know, or, uh, yeah, she's uh, she's. Yeah, she's so much energy. Yeah, you know, yeah. Because she says, Fantastic. she says, Praga, this is my tour. This is my tour. And you only can imagine a couple of the gigs ago, there was this one woman in the crowd, and she was in love with me. You could see, she must have something to drink a little bit too much. And me, I was like always uh, grabbing out to the people, saying hi. Sure. But this one woman pulled her in, and so she <laughs> fell between the crowd and the stage. And I, did, I saw it a little bit, so I went over there and said, "Me, are you fine?" She was almost crying. She really was hurt. It took her not even one minute to get back on stage. Say to that woman, "Don't worry about it," because they asked me, "Do we, do we want, do we want us to detain the woman?" Where I was like, no, I don't think that's what we do. Mia said, like, because they were about to throw me. He said, no, don't do that. Get her back over here. She didn't mean it. She said, I love you, girl. She bet she done the show, and the girl came on stage and showed me a pussy. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? That's it's amazing. amazing. She's yeah. crazy all over the place, but when it comes back to getting the show started, if something happens, she's there. Right. So, yeah. so she still kicks everything I ask for. Right. So yeah. you're not in fear of the type of voice. No, it's not out of control. Nights, it's just... the nights, we had to put eyes on it. It was bad thing. It was bad. We told the boxes. It's not like it's nothing. Yeah. But she's doing an amazing it's job. It, uh, great. You really have to uh, check, her, check, her, check it out because it's fantastic. She is on fire. I've been, I've been doing a lot of concerts with her, uh, but now she's like... Uh, but it also has to be a great inspiration to be able to to be a part of that each night as well, right? To be to kind of be to be near that, to have yeah. somebody that yeah. loves you so much. You yeah. know what I mean? Okay. Well, I wanted to thank you guys so much. Thank uh, you. It's been my pleasure uh, to have you guys. And again, so it's so, uh, Praga and Rocco. Thank you guys so much for for joining us this week. Uh, check out the Lords of Acid tour. It's gonna it's going off until November the fourth, uh, along with Combi Christ, uh, Christian Death, uh, and yes. it's. And it's going to be in the wicked. states. And wicked, and so it's going to be in the states up until Anesh. And Anesh. So this is a great, great, great yeah. bill yeah. For, for 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 one price and, uh, there. If I may tell, so the nightclub was also at the half of the floor there, and they were doing great. They really done a great job. Oh, great! Okay, already. So they go now. Where I missed the nightclub. They're called nightclub. Fantastic. Well, so everybody can 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 look all those individual bands up and check them out. And check out this tour. This yeah, and don't thing. wait too long with the tickets because we have a lot of sold out. A lot of sellouts as well. And then look for Pretty in Kink. It's coming. It's, it's coming, coming <laughs> baby. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Gentlemen, I thank you so much. Okay. I really thank appreciate you. it. All right. Let's about wraps it up there. Uh, gosh, so grateful. I want to thank Lords of Acid and uh, Praga Khan. And, uh, if you have not seen this tour, definitely check this out. It's It's really one for the ages. Uh, Mia Fisher is on fire on this tour. And it's a great, as you heard us talking about, it's a great uh, package there with Christian Death and Combi Christ and Wicked and, and um, Escher. There's a, just a great, great package. Uh, and it's, it's a whole lot of fun. Again, I want to thank all my guests uh, for uh, for joining me this week. I want to thank all the great listeners that have brought us uh, this far to all of our loyal listeners. You know, we've we made it to 50, man. Started with Diamond Dallas Page uh, in uh, in Vegas two years ago, uh, and here we are two years and fifty episodes later. So we want to thank everybody for for making that possible. Uh, and in the coming week ahead, like I said, have a great, happy Halloween. Have a happy and safe Halloween. Um, enjoy the World Series. Uh, as, as of this airing, uh, you know we're in Texas, so we're uh, we're rooting for the Houston Astros, even though it's. Uh, 
God, the Los Angeles Dodgers have a team unlike maybe that we've ever seen before. So it's just a great time to be a baseball fan. I love this time of year. And uh, the Astros and the Dodgers had a, a extra inning burn burner last night in game two. So I'm excited to see what lies ahead. So again, uh, I'm glad everybody, I hope you guys enjoyed our 50th episode. And here's the 50 more. Got a whole lot coming up. Again, look for us. Uh, on the interwebs there, you can find us on Twitter at uh, Tricky Kid and the number two. Uh, if you go on to Facebook and uh, type in Tricky Kid Radio Podcast, uh, a lot of great news stuff is there. Also, what's so great is it go to our website, trickykid.com, because you'll be able to see like pictures of what we're talking about. You'll be able to see pictures from the show, get more updates and stuff, and it's just a great visual accompaniment to, to, to the program. Um, also, uh, the best way also is to go to iTunes, type in Tricky Kid Radio Podcast or just Tricky Kid Radio. It'll come up and click subscribe because this show will show up each and every single week just like this you know, for free. Uh, and also, if you can, leave us a review. That really gives us a, a big boost there. It, it, uh, and then, of course, visit our sponsors when you go to, uh, to our website. Uh, again, I'm your host, Roy Turner. Again, thanks for 50 great episodes and here's the 50 more. Uh, Happy Halloween, everybody, and we'll see you next week.